Good morning and welcome to another episode of Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministries. I am your host, Marsha A. Sullivan, and I thank you for tuning in this beautiful Friday morning. Today is February the 11th, 2022, and we're still celebrating the month of Black History. So today I'd like to take this time and introduce an icon in history Dr. Martin Luther King, which I'm sure many of you already know, but it's always good to be refreshed and be reminded of some of those leaders who have truly paved the way for us so that we can have privileges and freedoms that they did not have. So Dr. Martin Luther King was indeed an American Baptist minister and an activist who became the most visible spokesman and a leader in the civil rights movement from 1955 until his assassination in 1968. Dr. King was born January the 15, 1929 in Atlanta, Georgia. He was assassinated April the 4th of 1968, Memphis, Tennessee. He was married to the wonderful Coretta Scott King uh, and she she was uh, born 1953. And they had uh, many kids as well. And so they attended, Dr. King and Coretta Scott King attended Boston University in 1951 through 1955. And some of you may not know that they also went to the School of Theology. So that's something to remember about Dr. King and some of the great accomplishments that he did in his time. And that he was indeed a civil, civil rights activist. Um, that was a tongue twister there, but he was indeed a civil rights activist and he believed in fighting for justice, not in a violent way, but in a peaceful way. Okay. So he wanted to make change. But one thing that I love about Dr. Keene is that he was a very humble and meek man because he knew that the change that he needed to bring forth could not be done in his own power nor strength. So he had others who didn't have, uh, you know, the big head, but he had those who really had a heart to make the change that they dream about come to pass. And so they work collectively together as a team with the same vision to accomplish what could not be accomplished with just one person. And so they work, work, work. But one of the greatest accomplishments to me that stood out was actually uh, the Selma March because they went to the city of Selma to Montgomery to march. And during that time in history, Montgomery was known to be the most dangerous place for many Blacks to go and try to protest. And the reason why they went to Alabama in 1965 was because, number one, there was a man by the name of Jimmy who had been murdered. So they went there to address some issues. And they also wanted to confront the governor during that time about a lot of things that were happening in history. But that day was entitled Bloody Sunday. And what happened on that day it went down in history, but you have to, you know, remember that day as a, I would say, a sacrifice for those. They didn't know. I don't think that they knew these things were going to happen, 
but they they went they were so bold and so courageous with wanted what what started out as a peaceful demonstration and led up into something else that we know today as bloody sunday and this is where the alabama state troopers attacked civil rights demonstrators outside selma alabama and this happened on march the 7th of 1965 and so you know that that first march was not successful but you know they went out there again and they were very persistent and i believe that dr king had such great faith that when they went out again they believed that the lord was truly with them and it wasn't just one race but it was multiple groups of people after seeing what happened in their first attempt they saw and and they began to stand firm with these people in agreement people from every race so you know like i said they went there to address the death of jimmy lee jackson and it was about 600 people out there who sacrificed their lives on that day of march 7 but you know it did not stop them from going back out and marching for justice and sometimes whatever we do we have to practice persistency but more than anything as we're fighting the good fight of faith and what we can we have to know that number one the lord is with us and and i believe dr king knew that with all of the racist things that were said and the things that he had to endure and encounter he still had the heart of christ because again he could have retaliated but he didn't he believed in nonviolence, and so um I think about the story that is a little similar to it, or you can, you know, put it in the perspective you want it, you want to put it in. But I, it makes me go back to Second Chronicles two and twenty, where Jehoshaphat was uh, at first a little fearful because there was an army rising. The Bible put it as a vast army was getting ready to come against Jehoshaphat. Um, and and begin to attack them in their own land attack judah and jerusalem but what happened was just like on bloody sunday where those people came together you know god's people also came together but what they did in coming together they really sought the lord in prayer when they came to to the town to seek him and that town was in judah and so if you read that scripture you will see more happening so joseph had he stood at the assembly of judah and jerusalem and at the temple in front of the new courtyard outside where the lord he says in verses 16 and said lord the god of our ancestors are you not the god who is in heaven you rule over all kingdoms of the nation's power and might are in your hand and no one can withstand you our god did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people israel and give it forever to the descendants of abraham your friend they have lived in it and have built in it a sanctuary for your name saying if calamity comes upon us whether the sword of judgment or plague or famine we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress and you will hear us and save us and you see i believe that when dr king went out and and the people that were part of the march the 600 people the leaders everybody was out there you know 
I, I believe that they had already prayed, believing that even if judgment was to come upon them for, for them standing up for what was right, that they were still going to stand firm. And they, that in their distress, in the attacks of the enemy, they were going to still cry out to the Lord, asking for the Lord to help them and bring the change in America that needed to be brought during such a time in history would change, change, the word change was like a gross darkness. But nevertheless, as the scripture says, you know, Hezekiah, I'm sorry, Jehoshaphat was inspired when the spirit began to fall upon the different sons. One was Jehazel. You can find that in verse 14, who was the son of Zechariah. Um, and then there were other sons and they were from the Levite descendants there. And they stood at the assembly, but they gave a word to Jehoshaphat. Now, Dr. King, during that day, he also had ministers marching with him as well. And he was himself a minister. But this is what they said to Jehoshaphat. He said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judea and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against him. So he took the action of what was given to him, believing that their words were truth, believing that it was a good report from the Lord. And what happened when they marched down and believed that the battle was the Lord, guess what? It resulted in a successful battle. He says in verse 17, you will not have to fight this battle, but take up your positions and stand firm and see the deliverance or see the salvation the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Again, the priest reassures them, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. How many of you know that are listening this morning that when you have enemies that are rising against you, a vast army, sometimes the Lord will allow those things to happen to build your faith. And he doesn't want you to fear. He wants you to go out there and face those giants. And to me, Bloody Sunday was a great demonstration of, I believe, what Jehoshaphat was witnessing during that time in history, even from a biblical stance, because I'm sure the army was great. But when when we understand who our God is, we have a host of heaven angelic armies who fight in the battles on our behalf in the spiritual realm. And so Jehoshaphat believed that report and he, along with Judah, in Jerusalem, they stood firm and they began to see what the Lord could do for them. And, you know, Bloody Sunday, the first, when they went out there to protest, it was not a success because many were beaten by the state troopers uh, and many probably died and lost their lives. And it was a ugly day, but that day turned the hearts of many and when they went out there again to again to stand in the face of evil darkness to stand in the uh the presence of the giant that was really the giants that were attacking them to stand firm 
in the presence of the battle that was before them, again, they were bold. They were courageous. They did not fear. And it's like Dr. King and all of the people who marched during that time from different nations, they took a stand for what was right. And that changed the course of history over the years and because of that we have privileges that was given to us so that is something that we should not take lightly because we have the opportunity to vote you know we have the opportunities that dr king was fighting for and yet we're still fighting today but change has taken place and so you know we celebrate dr king because of his greatness and the sacrifices that he made and all of those who march during that time in protesting for change should come about. We remember you this day. And um, I pray that you learn something from this scripture and just from remembering what Dr. King did and something about what was known as Bloody Sunday. I pray that that God's presence will continue to reign with you and that you will be strengthened to go and do what the Lord has commanded you to do. And knowing that whatever he's commanded you to do, when spiritual attacks come upon you, know that the battle is not yours to fight, but the battle is the Lord. And if you stand firm in faith, you will know that you don't have to try to defend yourself because guess who's going to defend you? God is going to be your advocate. The Holy Spirit is going to be your advocate when the spiritual attacks arise and things begin to get chaotic. The Bible says, do not be discouraged. Do not be afraid, but go out and face your enemies. And when you do that, you can rest and be reassured that the Lord thy God is going to be with you. Again, I am Marshanae Sullivan, your host. I thank you for listening and may God bless you. And I hope to, to see that you would join in again on Monday morning as I share another uh, great episode with you and we talk about another uh, historical person from, from our history of Black history. Thank you again for listening. May God bless you and keep you and make his face shine brightly upon you. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. Amen.